Would you spend your whole day at the DMV if they would give you free heroin? Coming up now on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The Morning Wire is talking about the, um, the two drug injection facilities that they're opening up in New York City. These are the first uh, like buildings where you can go and legally inject your heroin or whatever. You know, they've given out free needles before, but now this is a place that you can go to. It was making me chuckle because apparently it's going to be kind of like going to the DMV. So first, you got to bring your own drugs. Then they have basically bathroom stalls that you can go in. You know, they'll give you your needles, I guess. You go into your little bathroom stall, you do your business, and hopefully not number one or number two. I guess we'll say injecting yourself with heroin is a, that's number three. And if you're in there for more than 15 minutes, then they uh, are going to knock on the door. See if there you sit, broken hearted, tried to shit but only farted. I mean, to check and see if you OD'd or not. And when you're done, I guess you're encouraged to go sit in the waiting room. I guess it's like the opposite of the DMV. The business comes first, and then you wait. But anyways, you're encouraged to go take a seat, and they... uh Wait to see if you OD'd or not, and if you did, then they give you uh, naloxone, that thing that wakes you right back up. So we, uh, we'll see how that stuff goes. But um, So John McWhorter, my currently favorite pundit, has been going around um, supporting his book, uh, Woke Racism. I think, you know, it's kind of how liberals are <laughs> destroying black lives, as I like to talk about. But he's got a three-pronged solution for bad black neighborhoods how to how to fix them I, I wish i could remember the other two but the first one is you got to end the war on drugs he says and i've been thinking about this it's not that easy like you know you can't just have like for instance uh what fentanyl fentanyl is the thing that's people are ODing on killed 100,000 americans this past year like i don't know how much it costs to make fentanyl but i bet it's just absolutely dirt cheap you know you just need a you need a factory that makes chemicals and then you just make the chemical you make is fentanyl. You could probably sell it by the ton if it was legal. You know, it'd probably be like $5,000 a ton, which would be enough for all of America to probably kill themselves. But because it's illegal, it costs, I, mean, I don't know what it costs, but it probably costs, you know, $100,000 an ounce or something. I believe it's 1,000 times as strong as heroin. So, yeah, you get the idea. It's going to be expensive. But so he wants to end the war on drugs, and so you can't just have, you know corner gas stations, you know, right next to the penis enhancers. You can't have little, you know, ounces of fentanyl for 10 bucks because people who aren't on drugs are going to be like, hey, I'll just try this once, then they're going to ruin their lives, and then they're going to die. So you just can't do that. So the reason he wants to end the war on drugs is because it makes drugs expensive, and then it means that basically you can, the way he puts it, you know, this, this is for poor black neighborhoods. You know, young men in poor black neighborhoods who ain't got no job. He's saying because of the war on drugs, you can make half a living selling drugs. And, you know, I don't know. Is it a quarter? Three quarters? But basically, you can't make a living. I mean, that part's right. You can't make a full-on living. You just don't get that money. You know, whatever. It's just, you, you know, crime doesn't pay other than it destroys your life. It pays in bad ways. And, you know, and in fact, this goes for, I mean, there's a hell, you know, there's, there's probably more white drug addicts in America, too. So, you know, this is, this goes for all races, except for those damn Asians. I bet they, they don't partake. 
So I tried to run through the problem in my mind the other day. Like, how do you, how do you stop the war on drugs without, you know, creating a bunch of addicts, right? Once again, you can't have like cocaine super cheap at the gas station. You can't let the kids be taking it. And so what these people in New York are doing, that's, it's about half of what I had already thought of. I mean, whatever. I think if, you know, if you're smart and you sit down and think about it, you're probably going to come up with the same answer. But so what I thought of was you got to make doing drugs boring kind of. Okay. So basically my idea is yes, make it like the DMV, have facilities, but the thing is they have to give you the drugs. I mean, no one's going to go to this New York thing. I mean, you, you know, if you already got your own drugs, why the hell would you go there for a clean needle? That's definitely not enough of an incentive, and you can get clean needles in New York already. And I think, like, a lot of drug addicts, like, they're struggling. It's not like, oh, they go to their refrigerator and take out, you know, today's dose. It's like, they ain't got none. They do whatever the heck it is they have to do to get some. They hand the money over, they get the junk, and then they take it. So they're not like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait till I go to this DMV. I'm going to wait till I go to the DMV. That would be funny. Maybe they should start doing drugs at the DMV. Like you just literally, you know, you'd take a number, you'd wait in line, and you'd be like, one guy would be like, I'd like to get new tags for my car. And the next guy is like, I'm about to inject heroin. Okay, but let's just go with heroin for now. Like cocaine, it gets a little more complicated, but... So I think, basically, you have a thing that's like the DMV. It's very boring. You go there, and you can get free heroin. Like, you know, kind of all the heroin you want. But, so here's, you know, here's the, okay, so first off, you got to, like, I think you got to, I guess the first time you go there, they're going to have to do a blood test on you, and you're going to have to be on heroin before you go there. So, you know, you can't, like, you know, like, 12-year-olds can't double-dog dare each other to go into this facility and get some free heroin. You already got to be an addict, and you can prove it. So you're on the list of known heroin addicts. You go in there, you get your heroin, you know, get your free needle, and now they can't just let you leave. They can't, you know, like, for instance, it can't be like when I go buy beer. Like, I go to the store, I buy some beer, I take it home, and I drink it, and... Surprise, surprise, I haven't quit drinking beer. And if you started giving out beer for free at the store, I think I'd drink more beer. So you have to make it where it sucks, where it sucks more than doing heroin at home. So you go there, you get your heroin, and then basically you have to stay there. You have to stay there the whole time that you're uh, on heroin. And, you know, these are drug addicts, so they're not going to be whatever good citizens who do what they're told. So, like, say... You know, someone goes in there, they get their heroin, and they say, screw you, I'm out of here. Well, if that happens, then maybe you got to wait a month. You can't, you can't come in and get your free heroin for a month. So every month, you can come in and get your free heroin once, or as long as you stay there and do your heroin, you can get it as much as you want. And, you know, you heard of, like, the saying, like, early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Like, you know, you can give out the heroin at certain times of the day. Like, maybe make them get up early in the morning. That's what I would do. You know, so maybe you got to show up before 8 a.m. to get your free junk. Basically, get them on a schedule. Get them on a on a, a working person's schedule. Well, so I'm starting to kind of run out of all my thoughts on this thing. But basically, you just, it's you know, you're going to be going to this place. It's going to be super boring. It's going to take a lot of the fun out of doing drugs. Uh, you're also going to have, like, people to talk to, you know, or, like, 
you know, maybe every time that they give you the heroin, they're like, hey, do you want to do a detox or something? And you'd be like, no, not today. But, you know, but you're in communication with people that might want to help you. So that would be good. And then, like, how this would work for other drugs, I don't know, like crack addicts? So, like, heroin, I think you get high for, I'm just going to guess, maybe eight hours. So, you know, you take it, and then you got to wait eight hours. But I think crack only lasts 15 minutes. So, I don't know. They give you some crack, you hang out for 15 minutes, and then you take off. For some reason, I think... Uh, People who don't do crack would just go in for some crack for the heck of it and then leave after 15 minutes. It's like that scene from the Ice Cube movie Friday when uh, Smokey, Ice Cube's friend, is talking to the crack addict. And then Smokey just has to, he has a terrible urge to do a bowel movement. So he like kind of goes behind a bush and the crack addict's like, Hey Smokey, hey Smokey, what are you doing back there? What are you doing? What you been eating, corn? Twitter handle at Religion of Woke. Thanks for listening. Alright, I guess this is what? P.S. Postscript, like in an old letter. Uh, I listened to the new Policing Matters podcast. They had like the big dog who's in charge of some federal crime thing. He created McGuff the Crime Dog. So that's kind of cool. But they were talking about crime stats. I was going to make a whole podcast, but really there's just one interesting fact. So there's three places that America gets their you know, national crime statistics from. One of them is the FBI Uniform Crime Report. The other one is the National Crime Victimization Survey. And then apparently Gallup does something too. And, you know, they're like, I think they're a private company, but they're very respectable also. And so the FBI one and the Gallup one, like, everyone knows that murders are way up, but they say that violent crime is not, you know, it's, it's the same, or it's up a tiny bit, or down a tiny bit. But the FBI and Gallup say violent crime is up a ton. And if you hear someone t- tell you that violent crime is not up a ton, you know, not counting murders, that's because they're getting their data from the National Crime Victimization Survey, the NCVS. And in general, the NCVS is the absolute best uh, thing. It's run like the census. It's basically like the census that they do every 10 years. It's the feds. And they ask people, you know, they get, they ask actual people. You know, they don't, they don't rely on whatever the police report, etc. If a six-year-old black woman says that a young black man robbed her, then that goes into the NCVS, for instance. And so you know that it's not, it's not racist cops making up stuff. This is the actual victims of crimes saying what happened to them. But I guess the numbers are just like, are very weird. Like, you know, the, the biggest drop in history in various crime things has happened in this last, whatever, report. And so the question is, you know, do you believe your lying eyes where you see the crime on the news and crime, you hear crime this, crime that, and you think there's more crime, but in fact, no, it's the biggest drop in history or... Anyways, according to this, uh, this guy on Policing Matters, COVID messed it up. I mean, the way they do it is with interviews. So, you know, maybe the people who run the interviews couldn't go into work because of COVID, or, you know, you're trying to do it over Zoom or whatever. And so, and basically, I'm convinced. I'm convinced crime is up, violent crime is up in all the manners. But just one of the ways that you double-check it, the best way that you double-check it, they got screwed up by all the COVID rules. I mean, I'm not against COVID rules, but you get the idea. So again, thanks for listening.